Hello guys and welcome to Daily Life. A man who nearly drowned at the height of 30,000 feet in the air. And I know you guys are thinking, you're saying, how would he drown at 30,000 feet in the air? Okay, so if you want to figure out, let's start on with the podcast. So this guy's name was William Henry Rankin. And in 1959, see for yourself, one bad day, this man nearly drowned falling from the sky. Um, are you saying that it's too ch- true? So, I think you're, uh, you think I'm lying. Well, take a seat and I'll sh- tell you what happened. In July 26, 1959, he was seeing an F-8 Crusader, a single-engine supersonic jet, along the North Carolina coast. It was a very high-altitude flight, and Rankin, together with his wingman, Navy Lieutenant Henry Nolan, were flying at the height of more than 47,000 feet. Their jets nicknamed Candy Stripers because of their unusual orange and silver-gray coloring. They were moving through the air smoothly and lightning fast. The only thing that could cause some trouble was a storm that was raging far beneath them. Planes, but now, it didn't present any threat. Howard, this pilot, was supposed to pass through the storm on their way to the Marine Base, Air Base in Beaufort, North Carolina. Things took a turn for the worse. Then the aircraft was approximately nine miles and minutes away from the base. Suddenly, Rankin's engine quit, and the on-the-fire warning lights started. He couldn't restart the engine, and he knew he didn't have many options but to eject from the plane. So. Rankin radioed his partner, engine failure, I have to eject. He, Since it was a terrifying decision, he, it was too extreme. He, he put on a pressure suit. The only thing that could help him survive was an oxygen mask with a limited oxygen supply. In any case, the pilot did not have any choice. Without hesitation, he pulled the overhead handle that triggered the ejection, and in no time, he was in the air, and his plane disappeared in the clouds below. Now Rankin was in a free fall at a height of 40,000 feet with a temperature of minus 65 Fahrenheit. Usually sports drivers, skydivers, their jumps from a usual height of 3,500 feet to 10,000 feet. Only experienced experts jump from altitudes of 15,000 feet. And it could still cause complications if they don't have the necessary equipment, including pressure suit, which, as you remember, Rankin did not have. That means... That man found himself in the air such an unprecedented height. He experienced severe decompression. It felt as his stomach had increased to twice its size and his nose seemed like it was about to explode. His eyes, ears, and mouth started to bleed. For several blood-curdling moments, the Marines were sure that the decompression would kill him right away. Little did he know he had much more severe trial ahead. Rankin continued following all he could feel besides all-encompassing shot cold rain. His wrists and his ankles were burning as if someone had put ice directly on his skin. He had lost one of his gloves while leaving the plane, and his left hand completely numb. And to make matters worse, he was still in a free fall. Of course, the pilot had a parachute, but it was supposed to deploy automatically at 10,000 feet. Even if Franken had decided to open it, he simply wouldn't have able to, been able to do this. That's why, in a matter of seconds, at the dizzying speed, the man hit a very storm. He'd been piloting his plane over just a few minutes before. And that's when another calamity happened. The Rankin had been falling through the black clouds that had no visibility for about five minutes, surrounded by lightning, rain, hail, and violent winds. Then something went 
wrong with the barometer that was supposed to deploy its parachute automatically. Fooled by the violent weather raging around the marine, it triggered prematurely and the man got stuck in the middle of a thunderstorm. But it wasn't just any old thunderstorm. Nope, the unlucky 39-year-old pilot flung straight through a cumulonimbus nimbus cloud. These clouds were often look like a huffy puffy mushroom, are incredibly dense, and appear in areas where the atmosphere is extremely unstable. Such clouds are vertical, and the peaks of the monster's cloud can reach 70,000 feet. The taller the cumulonimbus cloud, the more unstable and violent it is. That was the circumstance Rankin ended up in his parachute open too early. Conversely, even if his parachute had deployed at little of 10,000 feet, the man would still have been sucked up into the cloud with the updraft. In any case, the pilot didn't have time to dwell on this. His body was tossed about as if he had nothing more than a rag doll. He would hit the fabric of a parachute, fall back down, and repeat the cycle again. The tossing was so bad that even experienced fighter pilot felt seasick. Even though he was fighter pilot, he felt seasick. He could feel it vibrating through his body, the lightning. His, the hailstones were so big, he was worried that they would tear through his parachute. But the worst happened when the pilot was falling through the rain for several terrifying moments. The man was surely that was, he would drown. He was trying to take a breath, but only breathed in mouthful of waters. If he'd stayed on the region of the storm for any longer, drowning while flying in the air would become a frightening real outcome. He tried to hold his breath, but it was a very dangerous thing to do while falling at breakneck speed. Meanwhile, Rankin was also blown up and down, sometimes with as much as 5,000 feet at a time. It seemed to be him like he'd been falling for ages, with blasts of compressed air throughout him for the rest of the time. Fortunately, no good things but bad ones, too, tend to come to an end. When Rankin finally reached the bottom of the Cubia Nimbus Tower, he had been inside for more than 40 agonizing minutes. He, the pilot was shocked to discover that he was reverently unscathed, and the lightning did not get his parachute in one piece, and he did drowned into rainwater. The only thing he had to worry about was now a safe landing. At first, Rankin was going down toward a clearing, but his bad luck continued. Because at the last moment, a powerful gust of wind threw him into a tree. The parachute got tangled in the branches, and the pilot hit his head on a trunk. He, luckily, he was still wearing the helmet and didn't lose consciousness. After freeing himself and slaggering to his feet, the pilot limped through the forest until he found a country road. But hitching a ride turned out to be a tough decision. If you saw a man with covered in blood, dressed in soaked, ripped up flight suit, no wonder there weren't as many volunteers to give him a lift. But eventually someone picked him up and drove a payphone where Rankin managed to call for an ambulance. Then he found out how lucky of a man he was. He had countless bruises and welts scattered around his body. He suffered from bad decompression effects and he had frostbite. Then other term that ordeal damage didn't leave any long-term damage. Rankin spent several weeks in the hospital and made a complete recovery.